Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm John with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I saw a lot of really, really cute baby photos and videos this weekend, so I'm good. Are, are they mine? Of course. Who else? Okay. I don't know any, I don't <laughs> I know any like, other babies. Who else is sending you baby pictures? Not fair. You're like, who's cheating on me with other babies? Seriously. No. No, um, oh, yeah, because I... I texted you that video of him laughing for the first time. Oh, so cute. So cute. And then all the corresponding photos. I loved it. So it was, uh, I spent the whole weekend sitting around watching football and looking at photos of your kids. So it was a good weekend. Good time. I have like a short list of people that I like, whenever I get like, take a really cute photo, I like send it immediately. I like text it immediately before I like, you know, decide like which ones to post or which ones to like put in my story or whatever. And John is one of those people. Cause I'm like, there's a short list of people that actually give a shit about my baby. You know, like everyone's like, Oh, it's a cute baby. But there's like a short list of like your close friends that, you know, you can inundate with baby photos and they won't totally hate you. John is one of those people. Hey, I like the baby photos. It remind me of my kids when they were babies. That's why I do it. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. Brings back all those memories. So it was a nice time. And speaking of uh, niceness, we have the nicest guest ever. An OG to the show, by the way. Carrie Pierce is with us. Carrie, how are you? I'm great. And how are you today? I am good. You are an OG. What was you were on like episode three i think if i remember i don't even remember what episode it, it was so long ago. yeah it was it was right around there i was like it was either like three or four but yeah it was right near the beginning which is actually really cool when we filmed in columbus or recorded in columbus oh it was ridiculous i like in those days i had like you know no fear whatsoever of reaching out to people and i'm like and i didn't know you could do stuff via zoom you know, so Carrie was down in the, I think it was, was the Rogue Invitational? Yeah, it was Rogue Invitational. Yep. You just competed there. And uh, I messaged you before the Rogue Invitational, which I would never do that today with anyone. You just don't <laughs> message athletes before they compete. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to come down to Columbus. Can you be on the podcast? And you were so nice. And you're like, yeah, but not while I'm competing. So why don't we do it after? And because I was now committed, I'm like, sure, I'll drive two hours and do this. And I show up and it's like in your hotel room and like you're all beat up from the weekend and you were just the nicest, the nicest for doing that. Kicked off, kicked off my podcast. And here we are like almost 200 episodes later. So there we go. That's amazing. Honored to be part of the beginning of it. Was that the episode? Did you guys like do like a rap battle or something? Was that that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I'm, I made her complete rap songs. I did a sentence from a rap song or a lyric from a rap song and made her guess what the corresponding, you know, like words I was leaving out were. I don't know why I thought that would be funny at the time. In hindsight, it was still very funny, but I mean, yeah, hey, I like you remembered, it. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, and that was before that was a uh, pre N. Yeah. PN. Or PN. Pre Nikki times, so I was just a listener, and um, yeah, that's totally what I remember. And then we and we had you on just the, with the three of us before we mm -hmm. we have right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're for sure repeat. There are not a lot of people who have been in every stage of you were PN times, you were uh, make pods great again, and now you are bells and cocktails. Very cool. Yeah, I know. I Man, she's seen every it. everything the show could ever be. And because we're very professional now, Carrie, we actually have sponsors. So let's talk about our sponsor, Nikki, before we jump into this, which uh, okay. is RP Nutrition, right? RP? 
Yeah. RP is our sponsor. Yes. And I'm very excited that they're on board personally because um, they've been really helping me out for the last couple months. So I have been working with uh, RP, working with a coach one-on-one and following their breastfeeding nutrition templates. And that has been really, really helpful for me because I have big goals. It's like getting back to where I was uh, performance-wise in the gym and getting back to where I was physically and aesthetically. And it's hard, man, when you're breastfeeding, there's just, there's no about food or yourself or showering, but that's beside the point. And you're like starving all the time. And so I was eating like a 14 year old boy and I was like, who let me go grocery shopping because I only bought pop tarts and like cocoa puffs. Um, so I've been working with them for the last couple of months with a coach one-on-one, like I said, and that's been really helpful to just like kind of undo all the bad habits I I got into when I first came home from the hospital and first was like, God, oh, I could eat whatever I want. Um, and it's been, I've been feeling really, really good. So I'm glad to have them on board because I, I like to share that message. And if anyone's looking for help nutritionally, whether it's, you know, to lean out or to get stronger or to whatever your, your particular goals are, um, RP is a really, really nice way to do that. They have templates you can follow. They've got coaches, they've got an app. And I know John, you in the past have tracked your food mm-hmm. and your macros and stuff. And it's, it's a macro counting, uh, system, um, that, I don't know. It has worked for me. This is the third time now. I used them when I ran a marathon in 2017. I used them to lose the COVID-15, quarantine 15 that I gained. And now I'm I'm back with them in the breastfeeding template. So if anyone else out there wants to try, uh, we do have a code to share. It is KC10. Um, that'll get you 10% off of a whole bunch of stuff on their site that I'm looking up right now just so that i can be <laughs> sure we'll, um it doesn't <laughs> go ahead well they allow cocoa puffs because you you went so heavy i bet cocoa puffs were bad i'm just curious if they're going to allow them for you so that's the beauty of counting macros right is like <laughs> yeah technically i mean the, the the reason i like them is because they're very like they promote whole foods and you're not going to be hungry and you're going to starve yourself but you're going to like you're going to you know, there's categories of foods, there's meats that you, that are good proteins that are good. There's carbs that are good. Cocoa puffs are not on that list, but you know, sometimes I just want them. If you can fit them in and it works with your numbers, you can do that. So KC 10 will get you 10% off, um, of the monthly app or the templates, not the one-on-one coaching, but I do think that's worth it. If you can splurge and you need a little bit of accountability, I recommend it. Well, there you go. And when you, uh, wrap up this non-cocoa puff eating uh, template that you're doing with RP, I know someone who can get you really killer abs. So I hear. Oh, really? I would love to hear all about it. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie, so how the heck are you, man? I I feel like I haven't seen you or talked to you in forever. Yeah, it's been a long time, but I think it's because I follow Make Wads Great Again, then I feel like I see you all the time or at least hear you, um, or you make me laugh, even though you're not directly doing it. Um, but I'm really good. All is, all is going well. Um, as people may or may not know, I retired after the rogue invitational. So now living a different kind of life, um, than the competitive athlete. And as you said before, focusing on my business power abs. There you go, man. So just living the retired life, doing nothing, watching TV all day, hanging out, eating cocoa puffs. (laughs) Well, I, I mean, I actually, would eat lucky charms during competition and people gave me a hard time for that. And it was because of RP. Um, 
Nick, I worked with Nick who was there and he's like, yeah, you want like a high glycemic carb when you're working or when you're especially competing or if you're doing two a day workouts. Um, so my go-to was lucky charms. It was something I had when I was actually uh, 11 years old and I won a national championship. I had lucky charms that morning for breakfast. So then kind of continuing on, I would eat lucky charms and people would make fun of me. because I would just have like this box of lucky charms and just like eating out of it. But Hey, if it works, why switch it? You know? Hey, we have this place that's like an hour from here, maybe an hour and a half in Ashland, Ohio called uh, grandpa's cheese barn. And grandpa's cheese barn has a candy shop attached to it. And there you can buy entire bags of nothing but lucky charm marshmallows. And my, (laughs) my daughters will routinely on trips beg to stop at this place. And my oldest will buy a full. And I'm, when I mean a full bag, Carrie, I mean like a five pound bag of nothing but marshmallows and I know nutritionists are going to hear this, think I'm like the worst dad ever, but she'll just sit in the back seat and just pound these little marshmallows for hours. It's great. The marshmallows are the only good part. They're the yeah. only good part. Well, you got to earn the marshmallows though. You, you get the other like whole grain or whatever that goes with it. And like, you know, when I was a kid and I would eat it with milk, then you eat all the, the whole grain ones and then you save the marshmallows for the end. It's the best part. Of so course. You treat yourself once you finish the rest. Yeah, mine does not earn the marshmallows. Mine has <laughs> uh, has that enviable twenty year old metabolism where she can just pound food for hours upon hours upon hours, and she's just skinny as hell. You know, it's like it'll catch up to her eventually. But for now, I hate her. You know, so. yeah. That's why you have her sitting Jealous. in the back eating marshmallows. Yes, because I I can't I can't share in the marsh. I eat one marshmallow, I gain five pounds. She's back there just pounding by a handful. So seriously. <laughs> Well, Carrie, I am like, I am made of questions because I, first of all, I'm congratulations on, on making this big step in your life. Well-deserved. I mean, you have just an insane like legacy of competition and podium and everything, um, under your belt now, but I'm just so curious to know, like after the end of last season that ended on such a crazy high, like what, what was the trigger that made you say like, all right, I think, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to back off of this competition thing. So, I mean, my mind was pretty set going into the games that that was going to be it. Like I was done even after last year, um, I talked to Justin, my coach, and I was almost ready at that point after I made podium, I was like, I've done what I wanted to do. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, like if I have it in me mentally to like go another year physically, I feel great. And I think it's just, you know, due to COVID last year, all the craziness and the stage one stage two, Um, it was, Mm -hmm. it was a lot and talking to the other athletes, like they agreed it was a lot, like I said, mainly mentally, you had to try and stay peaked from the end of July to then the games ended up being basically the end of October. So it was just a long time and couldn't have ended any better, um, on the podium. And so we talked and he's like, are you still having fun? I was like, yes. And then Danielle Brandon and Bethany Shadburn and a couple other athletes moved to Las Vegas. So I was training with them and I was like, okay, this is still like a lot of fun getting to train with them, push each other. And I was like, okay, like let's do another year and go semifinals. West coast classic was incredible. Me, Bethany, Danielle, one, two, three. Um, but then as I was training for the games, it's just that level of intensity. Like I said, that takes a mental toll on you. Like just pushing yourself to the limit every day. Like you can work out, like anybody can work out that many hours, but pushing yourself to the extreme is way different than just going and going through motions. Um, 
And for me, like, if I do something that I'm all in and like training for the games, like I could feel that like, this was a good point to go out. And then, you know, it didn't end the way that I wanted and I didn't get to compete uh, because of COVID. So I had to take a step back and decide what I wanted. And once I got invited to, like I asked Justin, so if I get invited to Rogue, can I compete there? Like, do you think I'll be ready to go? And he's like, well, I mean, that really depends. Like COVID hits everybody differently. So mm-hmm. he was like, I can get you back to where I want uh, for Rogue. And I was like, okay, like I feel confident going into that and like being able to perform and having this like end on my career. And how did you recover? I mean, that it wasn't, it hasn't been all that long in comparison. I mean, some people's road to recovery from John was knocked out for months, not feeling like himself. I remember. Yeah. Just terrible. Yeah. I think it hits everybody differently. Like for me, it was two days that were like pretty bad. Um, so I tested positive on Wednesday and then like later on Wednesday and then Thursday I was feeling pretty crummy. And then Friday I was just tired, but like the body aches and body chills, um, were much, much better. And getting back into training, I think I got back into training, like, you know, after the, the t- 14 days, um, I like slowly started to build back up. And like after a week, I was like, okay, I'm feeling good. And I mean, my legs were weak, but my legs are always tend to be weak. They, they just don't like to, <laughs> they don't like to hold on to strength. I feel like I have to squat like every day and still they, they get weaker where I don't do upper body and my upper body lifts go up. Um, but like cardio wise, I, I felt fine. I felt good. Um, and then going into rogue, I felt fit. I mean, mentally I still, I was still having fun and I like prepared myself like that was going to be the last one. And I just, I was there to have fun and just enjoy it. I was, I wasn't there to win. Um, to be a hundred percent honest, like I just wanted to enjoy the experience, um, take in all the moments and everything that kind of came with it and have closure on my competitive life, I guess, my competitive career. That's wild. I was just, I was so happy that you took the competition for one more time because we love watching you so much. And I just, it was emotional. Like it was an emotional thing to see someone who we've seen in the sport for so long. And like, also just kind of like leap to the top. Like I remember your first regional, like it was me and you. And I feel like every single interview did with you, I was like, when did you start this again? Like, remind me how long you've been doing this. Cause at that point it was like, seriously, only a few months. Yeah. And it was yeah, just, which is it, crazy. yeah, crazy. And it was just, it was wild to, it was, it was emotional for me to watch you. And, and, and when the weekend closed, I just had it in my mind. I was like, Oh, what is she doing tonight? Like, what, what is it like when like your last competition is done? Right. I mean, it was similar to any other way I, uh, roar myself after a competition, went out for tacos with the crew, um, and then got ice cream and just enjoyed it. In the next couple of days, I got to spend with my family. Um, and I feel like, yeah, it wasn't anything out of the ordinary from like a normal competition. And, but then like after that, like when I came back and it was like, okay, now I don't necessarily have to like think about training, but we ended up fil- we ha- I had a video shoot for power abs. We ended up coming out with a, a strength program. So it was fit strength that we ended up filming that following weekend. So it wasn't like a full on, like, Oh, retired. Like you get to chill, you get to relax. It was like a few days and then back on it, like with my team figuring out everything going on there. So it was nice having at least like 
a day, I guess actually it was. And then the next day jumped on the phone with them to figure things out. But it's been a nice change of pace, not worrying about like the stress of training along with uh, the business. How, how were you able to find that balance for so long? I mean, you know, a few things I think people don't recognize is how many hours you have to train to be a competitive athlete. I mean, it's a easily 40, 50 hour a week job doing that. And it's a real job. And then you've got this and to boot fittest American female ever. So it's not like you were just kind of half assing it. Like you were pretty good. And, uh, and then during all this, this power abs thing is just taking off, which is a full-time job. Like, how are you balancing all of that? I have always wondered this. I have never understood how you've been able to do, but it's mind blowing to me. Thank you. Well, first and foremost, I, I mean, I can't take all the credit. Like I have an amazing, amazing team that I work with that handles a lot of the behind the scene things. Um, so I'm like the creator of it. I do all the content and everything like that, but they're the ones that market it, that make all the magic happen. Um, so without them, like it, it wouldn't be nearly as big as it is or as fun as it is. Um, and so I have them who help me every step of the way. Um, but in addition to that, like, I mean, I would get up in the morning and the first thing I would do, I would check like Instagram and Facebook for messages or anything related to the business. And then I would get in my first session. And then after that, like between sessions and I, same thing, check any, anything that I might be getting related to the business I eat and then, go to the gym. And I mean, for the most part, like I was able to shut myself off from the business every once in a while. Like if it was a launch day or an important day, then I would like have my phone and like check it every half hour to hour just to make sure there wasn't anything I was needed for. Cause every once in a while, you know, things happen, catastrophes happen. And I needed to be like ready for anything. Um, and then at night, then I would attend to anything I needed to, whether it was like videos or writing posts or content or whatever it was. Um, so it really was just like, it was a lot, but I love it. And I think because like when I was training, it was all about me. It was all about me being better and pushing myself and that. And then it turns to power abs and now I'm focused on other people. So it was really nice having this balance where it's like, it's me, myself and I, and like training. But then when it turns to power abs, then it's just so rewarding knowing you're helping all these people. And it takes my mind off of myself because CrossFit, when you're a competitor, it can be all you think about. And I needed that like mental, like get away from the gym. Like I don't watch any CrossFit videos. Like I still haven't watched like the 2020, the revet of, I forgot what it's called, but um, I still haven't watched that. And people are like, how have you not watched it? I'm like, honestly, like, I just don't like watching myself and I don't like watching CrossFit. Like I would every once in a while if a competition was on, but I like to just mentally get away from it. Um, and so I think just finding that balance and then like Sundays all day, I would spend working and it was like this seven day a week thing, like no break, but I love it. And like I said, when you're impacting other people's lives and you're getting better yourself, like I loved it all, but I, it was just to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Well, and what you created is such a social business. It's, it has really been interesting for me to watch, like as a creator, knowing that you're creating this is interesting enough but then I've had just dozens upon dozens of people over you know the last year or so going, oh, I'm I'm doing power abs and I just can never help myself. I just have to start asking, like, how do you find out? And it's always I found out from this person or a friend of a friend told me it isn't like they're just seeing your ads or, you know, you've got this little social network of people telling other people and and their little testimonials of of how much they're getting from it. And to your point of helping, 
like I normally kind of roll my eyes at fitness programs I see online because they're all really similar. And with yours, I feel like I've had so many people tell me how empowered and and how good they feel about themselves from the results they get from it and the connection to your network of people, which is really interesting. Was all that intentional for you? Were you like, you trying to create this network or was that just kind of an unintended consequence? It's a, a blessing for lack of a better term. So it ended up being an unintended con- consequence. Uh, we actually like just had a, a call with my team earlier and we were talking like, you know, power ads started because I got compliments on my ads and wanted to come out with an ad program for people out there. And it started off kind of as this side project. Then people ended up doing it and seeing the results and just like they felt better in their own skin. And like, we, you know, even in the beginning, like we had people go to the beach and take off their shirt that had never felt comfortable doing that for the first time. Or people like didn't have lower back pain that I've had lower back pain. Like this guy who just biked a lot was like today during my ride was the first time I didn't have back pain and that's all I could think about. So that's kind of how it started. And then as it grew, then it grew into this amazing community. And yeah, we have a Facebook group that's almost at 75,000 people. And it's just, it is such an amazing place because everybody's super positive. Everybody keeps each other accountable. And like you said, it's like this big, happy power family. And, you know, it started, like I said, as a little project and then just kind of continued to grow. And we had a lady who was in charge of the Facebook group and didn't have any negativity. If someone was negative, first time she would warn them, second time warn them, third time you're out. Like there was no nonsense um, with that because women have just been able to open up like unlike uh, unlike they have any in any other way or any other group. And they just feel comfortable with this group of women and now more confident in their own skin. And, you know, we started off as power abs and then we did legs and glutes and arms and then we just did high intensity and now just strength. So it's like kind of taken off in, in different ways, but yeah, definitely started off as a little project and now it's grown into something bigger than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. What is the new, what is the new program? Cause this, there was like just a launch, like, right kind of like right after your retirement, you were like, and I've actually also been working on everything all at the same time still turns out. Uh, Right. Uh, Yeah. So it actually released today. Um, It's called fit strength. And so it's like a strength training program for women, which honestly, like I think might be my favorite program just because number one, you know, women tend to shy away from strength training because they don't want to be bulky. They don't want to get muscles. They don't think they need it. And they do. A lot of them are cardio bunnies because they don't know what to do. And mm-hmm. especially older women getting osteoporosis or, you know, just being able to do what you want to do and not have somebody judge you. Um, and I've seen like, I mean, obviously myself and a lot of other athletes, especially CrossFit athletes that I follow, get multiple comments, people reaching out like, oh, you look like a man, you have muscles or whatever. And so I'm excited to release this program because it's, it's mainly geared toward women. Obviously men can do it as well. Um, but just because they have shied away from strength training. Um, so yeah, it was just released. I hope the beginning of your videos that. have a disclaimer that say, you're not going to smile the way Carrie does when you lift these weights. Cause I watch your videos <laughs> and you're like squatting dumbbells and you're just smiling the whole time. And I'm sitting there cursing you under my breath. Cause you're using the same weight I use. And I never smile ever, like ever, ever, ever. <laughs> And like, you make it look so much fun and I'm sure it's attracting people to your program, but I know better. I know better. Yeah. So everyone's like, I can't smile like you do. Like, that's (laughs) fine. You just, as long as you're doing it, that's, that's fine. I'm the one that's having fun. That needs to remind you that it is fun. (laughs) 
just think I'm, I'm think it's so important that people in your position who have had success in fitness turn around and, and find a, a, a hole in the market or a gap or wherever, like not necessarily not, not like a gap in the market for a business, but a gap in the market for like a positive mentality, because it is so important for women who aren't familiar with this stuff. And it's, it's, it's easy for us to talk about because we're all CrossFitters and we're like, yeah, lift weights, clang and bang, whatever. And like, you know, the more weight, the better. Um, but there, we are such a niche and there is such a huge group of women out there who just, they want to be healthy. They want to be fit. They want to be able to pick up their kids and all their groceries at once, or they want to look a certain way, whatever their goals are. And like you said, like they don't know because they're terrified of uh, the judgment or the misinformation or the this or the that. And like women, especially who have done what you've done, Carrie, and who've accomplished what you've accomplished in different sports now in gymnastics and in CrossFit and in weightlifting. Like, I just think you're setting a standard and you're setting an example that will change people's lives and change people's like mental health about all this stuff too. I just think that's so important. Like it's underrated. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, I'm honored to be in the position that I am and have the platform that I am because so many people can relate. And actually when I personal, I was a personal trainer before I got into CrossFit, and a lot of the women there like ended up hiring me as a trainer because they were intimidated to go into the weight section of the gym because it was the quote unquote like man section and like the women's section was the cardio section. And it just like seeing that, just like the people that I worked with there, you know, and that's just in one gym, like, you know, it happens all around the world. Um, so it's just, like, I'm just honored that I have the platform to be able to spread this kind of knowledge and yeah, take advantage of my accomplishments. And so people trust me, um, to then do the program and then see the benefits and become part of this amazing community uh, that we have, you know, I'm like the face of it, but then there's all these other women that inspire, like we have moderators in the Facebook group. And one of them actually ended up being in fit strength because everybody looks up to her. She's a 48 year old woman, uh, a mother of two. And like, it was just really cool having her be in the program and people like can directly relate to her. Cause we have like, no matter what your age, you know, like I'm 32, she's 48. So I'm like, I want to look like that when I get 48. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find that all these stories you learn within your community are helping you create content? Oh. Yeah, definitely. I mean, between the stories and like, I think one reason we've been so successful is because we listen to our members and what they want. Like we start off with abs and then people are like, well, we want a glutes program. So then we came out with glutes. Oh, what about arms? Oh, what about legs? Oh, what about a, a hit program or cardio or something? Oh, what about strength training? So I think like one reason is we've listened to like what our members want and they're not shy about saying what they want too, which is really good. And we have a stretching course too, because they wanted a stretching course. Um, so it helps definitely with the new programs. It, it makes it easy. It's like, okay, what do you guys want? And they tell me, and then I'm like, okay. I can create it. Or if I can't, then I can find someone else. Like Rachel, um, is like the face of glutes. Cause she has a background in bar and dance. So it's like, you're much more fitting for that. Like you got it. Well, okay. So, I mean, running, running this is a full-time job. Of course. Now you've just gone from basically back to back full-time jobs to one full-time job, which is what, you know, the rest of us are trying just to survive <laughs> doing, but, um, but now that you have the one job, 
that kind of gives you a little bit more breathing room, right? Like you're not like rushing to and from the gym and mentally also like business is a whole different mindset, but at least you're not stressing about a competition. Like what, what else do you have going on now? Like, are you doing just like more fun, personal things? Are you traveling hobbies, relationships? I'm just asking, I'm just asking what we all want to know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, after Rogue, I like took a few days and then we had fit strength. And I mean, now I am more invested in the business. So the business is taking more of my time than it was before. Um, but I did like, I just went to St. Louis and it was amazing. Like being able to travel and not be like, Oh, I have to do, I have to do this amount of training or I have to eat this food or whatever. So it is nice. Like just being able to relax a little bit, like when I travel and like enjoy the experience or enjoy the people that I'm with and learn from them um, and just get to spend more time with them because Power Ad signed a deal with First Form. So I went there and just went to the headquarters and got to enjoy the experience. And I feel like before it always be like, okay, when are we training? When's my food? Like what, like it would just be, everything is so planned out. And like, even for Thanksgiving, like I'd be like, okay, well I need to work out this amount of time and I can't eat this. And going home for Christmas, like I need to check when the gym is open and then schedule my eating and my training and everything. So I'm excited just to not have everything so planned out all the time. And yeah, now like I turned on Netflix the other night for like an hour and I was like, this is great. Um, and so just enjoy like that kind of stuff. I feel like it is nice. <laughs> I watched Netflix for an hour before we came on the air to do this. So. I'm like, that's wild. That's, that's the level of dedication. Like I don't understand. And none of us do. That's the thing. That's the, how it is such a full-time gig, I think is something that we, we forget as viewers of the sport, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's, I, I'm, I'm just gonna say this real quick too. Like, and I think that's like Matt Fraser came out and said that kind of stuff. And I don't think like people get it, like when someone says it, but I, yeah, I don't think people understand like it's 24 seven. Like I need to sleep. I need to eat. Like, and even going out to eat, you're like, I don't want to go out to eat. Not only because it's not food that you don't necessarily eat, but also because it's time that you're sitting in a chair doing nothing where you could be at home sitting in your recovery boots or taking a bath or something else that's related to the recovery. It's like, that's how your mind works. Like, Oh, I have to travel. Like you don't travel very much, but if you do, then it's like, okay, my flight, I'm going to book a flight so I can train here in the morning first and then eat or whatever. Like, and then travel after that. It's like every, even hiking on a Sunday, like you don't want to get too tired. It's like everything you do is centered around training. Oh my goodness. So what's the one thing? Great. That, like it's amazing. And I loved it, but sorry. John. Of course. No, you're of course. fine. What What's the one thing on Thanksgiving you're going to get eat this year that you haven't been able to eat in years past? Besides all necessarily one thing. I'm not a big pie person. I love ice cream though. And ice, I mean, usually there's like ice cream when there's pie. So I'm just going to get a lot of ice cream. That's fair. But I, yeah. And I love like, like, and usually I like eat mashed potatoes, but I'll have like a little, cause I'm like, Oh, like I don't want too much of them. So I'm definitely going to like have more mashed potatoes and probably sweet potatoes too. So I'll just like double up on the potatoes. And I love turkey. I love ham. I'm not a big stuffing person, but what about <gasps> you guys? What are you guys' favorite? You're not a big stuffing person. Oh my God. What are you talking? It's just, it's just bread. It's just balls of bread. It's the greatest no, thing on like, the planet. Has like sage in it. I don't know. I'm not a big like, like sage and stuff. I don't know. Sage is a tough one. Thyme is also a tough one. You got to oh, get a good spice time. mix in there. Ugh, it yeah, like maybe dirt. It's, yeah. I don't know. It, like, yeah, it just, it, I don't know. It usually has like too many different spices. It's, it's just too much. For I me. hear that. 
I hear that. I hear that. I love, I, I think that, I think it's, it's wild that you guys have been, been through the ringer in that sense, because that like, even just thinking about the things that you have to think about when you're competing is exhausting. Um, but I love that, that you've had such a positive mentality about the whole thing this entire time and that you are able to kind of like retire and enjoy yourself and, and be like, okay, now I'm going to just do these things. And that's okay. Because I think the danger in being in that competitive mindset for so long is you'd start to develop like really unhealthy relationships with time management or with food or with, you know, the stress of training. And and I'm sure it can be tough to like walk yourself back from. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But I think like that was one thing, like I knew I was ready and sometimes like any athlete, you know, they're either, you're going to be ready and you're going to retire when you're ready or something's going to happen and you're forced to retire. I'm just very lucky. Like in gymnastics, when I finished, like I knew the end was coming. I made it to the end and I retired peacefully CrossFit. I could feel the end was coming. Like I'm very pleased with everything that I was able to accomplish. And like, my last memory at the games was being on the podium, like crying in Justin, my coach's arms, and then earning that spot on the podium. And because I won Atalanta. So I think just like the way everything kind of piled. And then I have this amazing business that I like can transfer uh, my focus to like, we started it in December, 2018. So we've been working on it for a while and it's, it's at a point where I'm just like, I'm ready for this next step. So I feel very fortunate that everything just kind of like worked out. And I couldn't have asked for better. Yeah. You know, what's interesting to me about athletes that go into business, particularly in CrossFit. And, you know, I think the, the two big examples prior to you, Carrie, are probably Rich Froning, who I know is still competing, but we don't count team. And uh, kidding, we count team. I'm kidding. Oh, cue I'm the hate mail. I'm getting the hate mail. And, <laughs> and obviously, Matt, who's, you know, kind of newly retired, but also, you know, launching a lot of business ventures. And I think the... The thing that's interesting for me is that athletes that are highly successful, like you are typically do really, really well in business because you're very driven, but you know how to be coached and you know how to work well within teams. And you've already said it multiple times on this podcast about what a great team you have. And I suspect that lends very well for you in the future. You already know this, you know, you're going to be successful, but for anyone else listening, this is my prediction. Your, your programs are going to continue to skyrocket because you understand how to be coached and how to work well within a team. And it sounds like it's already taken hold for you, which is great to see. Thank you. And that's something I've like talked to people too. It's like, and the amazing team and just like my personality too, just being like all in, like I'm all in. And that was something like competing and business. Like it was great, like being able to balance it for as long as I could. But I was like, I want to be all in like for the business and yeah, having my team, like, cause they're all, all in. And I mean, they had my back when I would compete, I would do all, all the planning ahead of time and everything. Um, but it's, yeah, it, I mean, you have to have that team and yeah, just having the discipline and I want to be the best that I can be. I don't know much about business. So the main guy that's in charge, like he's teaching me along the way, which I think is cool. Cause like, I know a lot about fitness and the human body, but I don't know much about business. And now what I know is what I've learned from him. So it's just kind of like continuing to learn and like get this new knowledge and build this new skill. So do you have any like new or additional programs coming out in the works? I mean, I know you just launched one, so it might be a little bit, a little bit of a short ask, but like, (laughs) is there anything else that you're like, Oh, I really hope that power abs can, or, um, or fit strength or whatever can like evolve into, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, no, we just released Fit Strength, um, and there is no new programs um, coming out, at least that we plan. You know, things change um, through the end of the year, but we do have some exciting things like coming for the new year, and we have something else that is supposed to launch tomorrow um, that people will find out about. So I'm really excited. Like I said, we always have a lot going on. Um, but yeah, tomorrow's a big one that our members have been asking about for a while. So as long as everything goes smooth, then you guys will be seeing it on my Instagram. So I'm not going to say anything right now. Um, but it will be tomorrow. Right? <laughs> I'm like, this yeah. launch is on Friday. You should yeah, say it is, now because on Friday it'll be this live. This is Friday. Oh, okay. Well, I was like, I, I mean, I know now, but I didn't know when you guys would launch it. And it's all good. I, I, People just check my Instagram from hopefully Tuesday because if Perfect. anything goes wrong and then it's not and then it ends up being next week, I don't want to be responsible for it. I'll break yeah, and we don't want to make John have to edit this. So she's launching Power Sarcasm, and I'm going to be the face of the program. <gasps> oh, it's going to be perfect. I would purchase it. Would I you? would. Oh. Would you? I would. I absolutely would. They, you launched Power Abs because everybody complimented you on your abs. It's the only thing I get complimented on, Carrie, is my sarcastic, sarcastic. approach to life. So when you're ready to launch Power <laughs> Sarcasm, I'm your guy. Okay. Well, I was like, I think we when you're ready to body parts. <laughs> so, you know, why not go into sarcasm? Why not? Yeah. I mean, if you want to launch power cursing, I got you. Yo, Nikki. I got you Nikki down owns that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there we go. One. Maybe we got our next two programs for the new year, but nothing before the new year, please. You can bundle them for power how to oh. not talk to your parents. Just <laughs> oh, look at this. I love it. How to yeah. not talk to your parents. Bundle. You can get to kids everywhere. Yes. How's, your, how's your team feel about your questionable choice in college football teams? Ooh. They appreciate it? Or, they actually you know? support me um, do, because do they? they know Michigan is a great, <laughs> very good university. And so when possible, they actually mention that school too that I think I just mentioned. So th- this is a true story tonight. My, uh, <laughs> My youngest daughter's looking at colleges and obviously she's looking at Ohio state cause it's, you know, state school here. And she comes home and she's like, Oh, you know, Ohio state Michigan's playing this weekend. I'm like, I know Carrie Pierce is going to be in the show tonight. I'm going to make fun of her for it. And, um, she, and she goes, uh, she's like, yeah, we're just going to blast them again this year. How many years has it been daddy? I'm like, I don't know, like nine, 10 years in a row or something. She's like, well, you know what the problem is? They're all too smart in Michigan. This is exactly what she said to me. She's like, the school's too smart. It's like Vanderbilt. They can't get any football players to come play. I'm like, baby, they're like seventh in the country right now. That's not their problem. Like, yeah, what is Ohio State ranked in the country right now? Um, I don't. I want to say it's fourth, maybe or third, third or fourth. Wow. It's going to be a good game this year. This is going to be the, yeah. the first year in like the last decade that they're both going in in the top ten and both going for the Big Ten championship. Like, it's going to be a fun one. I'm excited. Yeah, but unfortunately, like you said, it's been. At least 10 years, because even since I've been in college, I don't think Michigan has won. So it's it's time. It's time. Well, they skipped last year because of COVID. Ann Arbor. Yeah, it That's is right. in Ann Arbor. And they skipped last year because of uh, COVID. I'm going to put in air quotes. It wasn't COVID, let me tell you. Um, they were. <laughs> you guys were scared. Totally scared. Oh. It'll be fun to watch. Like, you know, you you can never tell in a game like that, in a rivalry game, like, if you just go off the stats, you could pick, but you just can never tell. Like these schools love to blow up each other's season. They love it. So, yeah. And it could be, yeah, any, any man's game. Like I feel like a team could be like, have not won a game and then they'll come out and 
beat the other team just because of the rivalry. Well, like, save now, it all for the end. Well, and now you do have the home field advantage. Like, you know, a year ago, it wouldn't have mattered with home field because no one was allowed in. But you put 100000 in the big house, it gets rowdy. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be yeah. fun to watch. It will. For sure. Poor Nikki doesn't get this kind of experience up in Rhode Island. They have like high school Go teams. sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just not a college football fan, but like, you know, other professional sports. Oh, this is the best like two weeks of football ever. Nikki, like this weekend is rivalry weekend. I've got Thanksgiving food all day on Thursday and then Ole Miss Mississippi state Thursday night. And then over the weekend I get Ohio state, Michigan. It's like all the good games are this weekend. It's perfect. Yeah. I went to a D3 school. So <laughs> yeah, I played D3 college volleyball. I'm going to just throw that out there. Humble brag. Wow, What's up? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, not very impressive. Actually. It's like a club sport. <laughs> Fine. Still volleyball. That's great. That's right. I walked onto that team. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we have have they really needed people. They really needed warm bodies. I love it. That's great. Well, we'll see. I if there's ever going to be a year that Michigan could do it, it won't be this one. But you know, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Next year you're going to say the same thing, so it's fine. (laughs) Until you guys win one, I'm just going to stay on this train, and then then I'll get humble, which I won't. But I'm saying now I won't. So, but I did gymnastics, and I wish I knew the record for gymnastics because all four years I was there, we beat them. So did you just say it? We are four-time big 10 champ too. Just say nice. humble brag. I know. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of wins. I don't know what well, she's talking about, but that sounds like wins. a lot of wins, John. There's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of wins for a sport. People don't watch. It's a lot of wins. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's great. Look, the parents were there. They were clapping politely. They were loving it. Yeah. No, it, it was it, actually, I think, the attendance for any women's sport gymnastics was the highest, at least at Michigan. I do love, I, that's one thing I love about colleges is, um, you know, you've got, they typically only get attention for the two major sports, you know, basketball and, and football. And then you start finding out about all these schools that you've, you've known forever that have great track and field and gymnastics mm-hmm. and you meet people from that. And you're like, I had no idea they were good. Like I had no idea Michigan was good in gymnastics. Like, I mean, I knew you were good in gymnastics, but I my, yeah. my favorite is when you post like throwback videos of like yourself doing like competitive gymnastics or college gymnastics. It's like, those are my favorite. Cause it's so, it's so cool. It's like, what I watch on the Olympics, but it's you. I'm like, I know her. That's like so cool. It's like, and it's also, you know, when you don't do it, it's like superhuman. I don't know how these people do these things with their bodies in the air. It's wild. I love it. More throwbacks, please. Yeah. I just like, I look back to that stuff. I'm like, I don't know how I ever did that. <laughs> I get motion sick just watching. That's been a thing lately with people doing how it started, how it is now. And they'll do like their, you know, lifting video. That's what I want to see from you, Carrie. It's like one of your first lifting videos. Cause you were one of the strongest athletes out there, bar none. And like getting to see someone at their beginning and then where they are now is always like, it gives me hope that maybe when I'm 60, I'll be able to lift a little weight. Maybe. I know I won't <laughs> be, but you never know. All right. I do have a video like right after college when I did weightlifting for a little bit. And yeah, my first competition, I just like 
laugh at it when I watch it because I mean, you know, I didn't know anything back then. Like I barely even knew what a clean and jerk and a snatch was. And then yeah, fast forward like eight years, it's way different. Love it. Yeah. Well, Carrie, thank you for catching up with us. feels like uh, we got to quit going two years in between interviews, I think. I don't know. When was yeah. the last one, Nikki? Do you remember? How long ago was it? Long time ago. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll do this again. I would love to do this again after we see what the next surprise launch is going to be. Cool. If it's power That's sarcasm, it. I'm going to be really upset. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> My idea. I've already no, copyrighted that one for you. Yeah. Already copyrighted. We can save that for you. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, good luck this weekend to you, not to your team. And, uh, you know, big, big success in the future for all your programs. So thanks so much. Of course. And thank you. And I guess good luck to you and not your team as well. Perfect. <laughs> well, my team is Ole Miss. You can wish them luck. You can wish Ole Miss luck. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I hope they win. <laughs> There you go. Nice. So wish them luck and then they'll take all the luck from the other team. Perfect. You know what? I will gladly concede an Ohio State loss if Ole Miss wins. Gladly. Completely. That's how I roll. Okay. So. Okay. Go Ole Miss. There you go. That's what we're going to go for. Hotty toddy. All right. <laughs> Nikki, your baby made it through the whole show. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I'm watching him after he just spit the banky out. So that's yeah. actually, this is perfect timing. There you go. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, this is fun, guys. And for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining us and we will chat with you guys soon.